a Pennsylvania teacher is being investigated for moonlighting as a Nazi pro wrestler. <laughs> Come on. Imagine, imagine catching your teacher as a Nazi pro wrestler at night one weekend. <laughs> like, that wrestler looks familiar. Mr. Hamilton, uh, uh, is that a Hitler mustache and you're wrestling? I didn't know he had abs. <laughs> He's a middle school teacher in Montgomery, Pennsylvania. So now this cat's under investigation after video has surfaced of him portraying a Nazi villain at local professional wrestling events. First of all, I blame his manager. I mean, every, every wrestler has a manager, right? So he sat down with his manager at some point, I'm saying. And he was like, look, it, I love wrestling, but I, I, you know, I can't be going by Mr. Hamilton. I'm a teacher during the day, and people are going to find out. Uh, and then the manager was like, you know what? I got an idea. We're going to have you have an alter ego. You're going to be Nazi man. <laughs> and for some reason, this moron was like, yeah, that sounds good. All right. Can I... <laughs> Can I wear a Hitler stash in the ring? It sounds great. Can I put on some of those tall boots that those officers wore when they were killing people? His name is Kevin Bean, by the way, age 36. He portrays a character named Blitzkrieg with the Worldwide Wrestling Alliance. Yeah, Blitzkrieg. The video surfaced of him at a show in Quakertown carrying a flag bearing the German Iron Cross and chanting a Nazi salute. Oh, man, you did this on video, you dumbass. What teachers are so dumb, man. I mean, I, uh, I, I feel bad for the kids. This is what we get. This is, this is what happens when you don't pay teachers. You get people like this, all right? Pay the teachers, goddammit. Pay them as if they're professional human beings that are doing something valuable in the culture because they are doing something valuable in the culture. When you don't pay these people, you attract... You don't attract people with skills, really, the people that with the great skills, no, they go into tech. They're up in Silicon Valley or Silicon Beach down here. When you don't pay somebody, people go, oh, well, that's not a, you know, that's probably not a place for me. I'm a very highly skilled person. Why would I go there and make 27000 a year? And then you get, you get guys like Kevin Bean, who at one point in his career was like, you know what? I'm going to wrestle at night and uh, I'm going to scream Nazi chants on video. Stupid. Oh, man. What is wrong with this culture? <laughs> oh, man. The video makes me sick. Watching this guy do Nazi salutes on his way to the ring while children in the crowd cheer him on like a good guy is terrifying, tweeted somebody. <laughs> it is terrifying. Did the kids really like that, though? I'm, I'm surprised. Bean has been a teacher with the Spring Ford Area School District since 2004. Superintendent David Gooden released a statement that Bean is subject to an ongoing internal investigation. <laughs> I want to assure you that the actions portrayed in this video do not represent the core values of the school district. As an educational organization, we pride ourselves in providing a safe and nurturing learning environment and other things that we are supposed to say because we have a professional PR person and we say these things because we don't want to get sued. <laughs> They're always such empty comments. You're like, okay, here we go. Give me that statement that that guy wrote for you. Yes, we want you to know. It's always, we want you to know that these values don't represent our organization. It's like, oh, all right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something, guys. We're not all excited about the values that our schools are carrying around anyways. So, like, the bar's set pretty low. So, just, like, don't hire Nazi teachers. How about that? <laughs> We're just happy if you guys have books. Okay, that's pretty cool. If you got books these days. I know there's a struggle with that. <laughs> if you haven't cut your music and arts program, we're like, yay, way to go, guys. <laughs> the, bar's 
The bar's set pretty low for public schools these days. Just uh, could you just please not hire people that uh, you know are on video doing Nazi salutes? That's that would be kind of cool if you could do that. And uh, how about as far as an online investigation goes? Here's the here's the investigation. It should last about a minute. We watched the video of Bean, uh, you know, giving a Nazi salute, and he's got KKK <laughs> tattooed on his chest. And then we fire him. Okay, there's there's the uh, there's the ongoing investigation. Watch the video and then fire his ass. It's not. I mean, this isn't rocket science. It's, it's not. Oh man, I feel bad for you guys with kids. Oh man, public school. You don't know what's gonna happen. You have no idea who's teaching these people. These people, <laughs> just murderers, <laughs> white supremacists behind the scenes teaching these kids. It's out of control. A horse camp in Brazil is in trouble for letting the kids paint the horses instead of riding them. <laughs> okay. I've always wanted to go to horse camp. I've never even rode a horse. That's how sheltered I am. <laughs> like, <laughs> but if you sent me to horse camp and I'm like, hey, when can we ride it? No, no, no. We're not riding these horses, son. Uh, why don't you get some of those Sharpies and, uh, you know, draw some cartoons on this horse's ass. <laughs> okay. So... An equestrian camp in Brazil encouraged children to paint all over horses, and it's caused an uproar among animal rights activists. Yes, it's true. They've even created a petition. Uh, there are a multitude of ways to teach your children how to act around animals and overcome the fears that they must have. But animal rights activists don't believe that using them as a blank canvas for drawing is one of them. And I agree. <laughs> okay. So, children at this camp in Brazil participated in an activity where they painted on a horse in an, in an attempt to encourage the child's interaction with the animal and focus on the young people with actual fear of the horses. Uh, okay. Now, the Post claims that the head of marketing for this equestrian, equestrian school uh, provided ink and paints, said that they are non-toxic, okay? <laughs> they assured everybody, no, 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 it's non-toxic. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they said it doesn't hurt the child, it won't hurt the animal. Well, there were responses from the animal rights community. Uh, one woman said they had the brilliant idea of putting the horse as a painting screen, saying it would be educational, this activity. They said it was a rescue horse. But that doesn't justify it. It's cruelty all the same. <laughs> it's a disservice. We try all the time to build an idea of respect for these animals, and all of a sudden children are placed in this kind of activity? Painting the ass of a horse? <laughs> it's weird. I don't even know what to think of it. If these are toxic chemicals on the horse, then obviously this isn't good for the horse, you know, health-wise. But I just don't... I'd be so pissed if I was a parent and I sent my kid to horse horse camp. I mean, horse camp's probably very expensive, right? I mean, I never went to any camp because I'm, you know, I'm white trash for the most part. <laughs> like... I would imagine horse camp is like, you know, hundreds of dollars a day, probably, you know, and then you should. So did you learn how to ride today, honey? Were you riding? No, no, I made, um, <laughs> I drew, I drew some pretty trees in a stream on the side of a horse. <laughs> they put a ladder up. I climbed the ladder. I painted on top of it. I painted a sun on its back. <laughs> wow. This is like, <laughs> Someone else uh, within the animal rights community said, uh, this, it's an objectified tool for kids to paint on the horse. It just points to the broader objectification of animals without understanding their needs or their wants. Now, I mean, I know, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. 
these animal rights activists, look at, look at, I get it to some point, you know, like if it's, if it's a detriment to the health of the horse, okay. But like when you get into this whole, like, listen, we need to respect what the animal wants and needs. All right, all right, enough. Okay, I'll follow your animal rights activists to a certain reasonable point. But when we, we got, when we go beyond that into the psychology of the animal and whether or not it needs therapy, like hold your horses, no pun intended, okay? You're, you're, you're crazy. Animal rights activists are crazy, okay? Uh, so, you know, if it's, if it's a detriment to the horse's health, absolutely, stop it. But like, let's not be like, this horse is going to be scarred for life. I remember when I worked in a restaurant and uh, we had a, it was a seafood restaurant and we had a machine in there, one of those claw machines that you use to like pull out stuffed animals. You know, the claw, really, really difficult. Well, we, they had one machine in there and it was filled with water and there was lobsters in there. And if you could, if you could grab one with the claw, you you know, we would, the restaurant would cook it for you for free. Uh, And we had, we got letters from animal rights activists complaining about, the uh, the cruelty that it was to the lobsters that we were um, just the, the, I mean the details was like imagine being the lobster and seeing that claw descend and come after you I mean the mental scars that these lobsters must have it's like hello I mean you know it's like really <laughs> the 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 nightmares that this lobster must have with the claw coming at it I mean there's so many other arguments against this activity but like when you get into the mental state of these of creatures like this is when I'm like stop it <laughs> okay yes it's <laughs> it's fucking cruel for the kids to see this and all that kind of shit too but like you know I'm not gonna you know are we prescribing you know meds for these things now I mean we <laughs> need to make sure they're okay we're all fucked up all right what about our mental states man I'm living in a world where <laughs> I mean I mean you hear the stories on weird AF news my goodness and I don't even have a therapist. You want to get a therapist for a goddamn gerbil? I mean, come on. I'm sorry. I'm getting, I'm going off on a... I don't even know if this is acceptable. Let's stop. <laughs> Weird AF news. A woman marries herself and says her vows into a mirror. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't even laugh. This poor woman is <laughs> so lonely. Man, I thought I was lonely, but I never looked into the mirror and was like, you know what? I'm going to make love to you and I'm going to marry you and have your babies. <laughs> so, I want to give a shout out to Stu Collette for sending me this great article. Stu, <laughs> you have a great day, man. <laughs> I covered a story similar to this a long time ago. A woman married herself in some other country. This is um, uh, this woman's from the Gold Coast in Australia. She's married herself in an intimate beach ceremony in front of three close friends. Can you imagine asking, this is the embarrassing moment, when you actually ask your friends to attend your wedding, and then your friends are like, oh, fantastic, you met somebody we didn't even know, what a surprise, great, what's his name or her name? I'm like, no, 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 I'm marrying myself. And then how do you, as a friend, then not commit them to an insane asylum? I mean, <laughs> how do you not immediately call a doctor and be like, oh my God, you've, uh, you obviously have gone off the deep end. Uh, Linda, and uh, we're, we need to get you help, professional help. These are, I mean, these friends are just living in denial too. I mean, I mean, you got to be a really good friend to just swallow that and be like, okay, sure. All right, we'll go to your wedding where you marry yourself, you crazy woman. <laughs> so, so Linda Doctar is a life coach who champions self-love and decided to go through with the ceremony after her painful breakup. And this is another reason why I think uh, life coaches are a bunch of bullshit. 
These people are not professionals. You're a life coach if you say you're a life coach, okay? There's no degree for life coach. Every life coach I know, their personal life is in shambles, and I would never take advice from them. <laughs> a lot of them are failed comedians, and I'm like, you're a life coach now? Oh, my God, you couldn't even handle, handle it on stage talking to a group of people. How are you a life coach now? <laughs> well, you know, I got fired from every job I had. I figured I'd go into life coaching. Oh, that's a great reason. Great. Why don't you tell me how to live my life? You can't even keep a job. <laughs> this life coach married herself. She teaches self-love and she marries herself. Unbelievable. Maybe this is just good for her business and she's just trying to get more press or something. And that, that's kind of a brilliant business idea if that's what's going on. But I don't think so. I think she's really crazy. I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> she's, uh, this tells you, it says what she, wear, what she wore. Who cares? And then it says, uh, this is interesting. She, it, she looked into a handheld mirror while she recited her, her vows. <laughs> oh my goodness. A handheld mirror. <laughs> Yes, I do take you to be my, to be my, I take you to be my husband. I, ta- I promise to sh- cherish you and you, myself, you, me, love me, love you. <laughs> you may kiss the mirror. Oh my God, did she kiss the mirror? I want to know. How did the friends not burst out laughing when this is going on? That's what I want to know. I would have to get so drunk to go through with this, like with my friend. I'd be like, okay, I'll be there, but I'm going to get wasted. And I, I just can't believe you want me there. Be like, you are definitely buying us all dinner after this, and, and you need to give me free booze, because this is crazy. I can't even believe I'm your friend. You should be, you should be committed. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God, I'm going to get calls from people. That is mean. She's trying to show self-love. No, no, she's an insane person. I don't care how you slice it. Oh, she wrote on her Instagram post, I just got married to myself. Yesterday, I experienced the most powerful self-love and self-marriage ritual known to mankind. To promise to love, to honor, respect my soul today, tomorrow, and always. Yesterday, I made a choice to become my own soulmate and my best friend. I am whole. (laughs) This is just overcompensation for someone who doesn't really love themselves. Let's be real here. Now, look, I'm no doctor. I'm no therapist. But when people go, you know when someone like goes out of their way to make a point about their uh, lifestyle or their point of view, that's because they're really not comfortable with it and they're seeking validation, okay? If she was completely comfortable with this, she wouldn't even go to these lengths. She would just love herself quietly like a normal person would, go about her day. But no, this is called overcompensation because she's not completely confident that she loves herself and she has to prove it to others via Instagram, She needs this validation online from strangers that, oh my God, you're wonderful because you married yourself. This is someone who's got problems and issues and needs help, okay? That's what's going on here. This isn't someone we should all be high-fiving and celebrating. This person is sick and she needs help, okay? (laughs) Uh, She was inspired to marry herself after her close friend Emma Jane Love did the same thing in Bali. Oh my God, what is wrong with these women? Hey, ladies, ladies, and by the way, she's so attractive. She's very attractive, beautiful eyes. I mean, look at this woman. I mean, she's fantastic. I mean, what is wrong with you? You can't find someone to marry you or what? I mean, this is, oh my God, I can't even get a date. And this is like, this is what's going on. These beautiful women are marrying themselves in Bali. Shit, I'll go to Bali and marry you. Damn it. You need a green card or something? I'm there. I don't know. Hey, well, listen, what do you guys think about it, weirdos? You think this is, what do you think? I'm going to get hate calls. I know it. You're so mean. (laughs) 
Go ahead, call me. I don't give a damn. I'll, I'll say what I want about these stories. You're not going to change my mind. I have, a, <laughs> I have an ingrained point of view from living into my 30s, a life that's been <laughs> not comfortable. <laughs> and, and now I have what I, what I think is a very rational outlook on life. That's just me. You may think otherwise. Um, man, I could use a, I could use a drink right now. <laughs> What's up, weirdos? It's Jonesy. I hope you had a great weekend. Listen, uh, I shot a really cool, weird short film yesterday that you would be so into. I played a character who uh, I invite my buddy over and then ask him to watch me and my girlfriend have sex. And then I feed him dinner, and it's a fourteen-year-old boy that me and my wife and my girlfriend had murdered, <laughs> and we're feeding him the meat. It's a, like a cannibal scene, and then he, and then we we fight him, and then we, uh, then I hold him down while my wife makes love to him, <laughs> or my girlfriend rather. Oh my god, it's crazy! And uh, I took some photos on Instagram. That if you want to go there, it's at Funny Jones, and you can see some of the guys on set and uh, some of the funny, weird props. We, we actually found like a, uh, what looks like a human head, and uh, <laughs> man, it's crazy. I love that weird shit, though. I had a blast. I hope you had a great weekend as well. Uh, listen, you can call into the station anytime. The station? The, please, it's not a station. You call my Google, Google number. Right? It's, it's, this is low resolution here. It's uh, 646-450-2012. You can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Or you can uh, DM me at funnyjones on Instagram and Twitter, at funnyjones. And Facebook, Comedian Jonesy. Uh, I did get some messages, so I want to give a shout-out to Stu, who emailed me. Uh, Harry and Tyler sent me some uh, Facebook messages with articles. Uh, I got a a couple of other emails from Ryan uh, and Jay, and I want to thank everybody for reaching out. Uh, Specifically, want to give a a major, major shout-out to Stu Collette for uh, supporting me on Patreon, and uh, I think it's great. So I got a few... uh, Patreons at the moment, and we're just building it, and that's great, and uh, it shows your love for Weird AF News shows in your support for it, so if you'd like to support it on that level, go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews, and uh, send Jonesy a couple bucks, appreciate that, hope you had a great weekend.